Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. We're talking with Maria McFadden Refucci, who is now, her father started the Human Life Review, uh, and he and Maria is now running this incredible organization. So let's talk about the new uh, Cuomo's partial birth abortion law and what it means for New York and, of course, the country at large. Yes. Well, I have, there are several points. I know that your readers are aware of abortion laws across the country. And I have to say that not all Americans are. So part of what's happening with these infanticide laws is that people are saying, what, infanticide? How shocking. Whereas because of the Doe v. Bolton decision that went along with Roe v. Wade, it's been in several states quite easy for a woman to have a late-term abortion if she says it has to do with her health. But what's really chilling about this New York law that Governor Cuomo passed called the Reproductive Health Act is that it takes abortion totally out of the penal code. And it makes it a fundamental right. And because of that, it opens up all sorts of doors for legal action even against an organization like mine, because if abortion is a fundamental right, then there can be claims of discrimination. You know, by ta- by me writing passionately against it, I am trying to infringe on some woman's fundamental right to have one. But the law was actually introduced by Elliot Spitzer way back in 2007, and Cuomo Governor Cuomo has been trying to pass it all these years, and he wasn't able to because there was still a a Republican majority in the New York State Senate. But that changed, and the law was passed, and it was one of his first priorities. Um, So not only does it legalize abortion up to birth, it also empowers the Education Committee of New York to decide whether or not non-doctors can perform abortion. Um, and that's because, as, as you and, and your listeners know, there's a, there's a shortage of abortion doctors because most doctors, you're a physician, they, they absolutely know what they're doing, and it's, it's, not, it's not a good thing, and so there's a shortage of abortion doctors. And what the abortion activists want is for nurse practitioners to perform early abortions, and they also want 
um, women to be able to get the abortion pill, you know, over the counter. So that's where all this is going. Now, as far as the babies born alive, there is a federal law that one of our uh, dear friends and, and authors, uh, had, Professor Hadley Arks, um, created the Born Alive Infants Protection Act. And it was passed several years ago, but it was passed without teeth. It doesn't include any penalties. And this is what is now going on in the Congress. They are trying to pass it with some penalties. But this is a federal law. However, Cuomo and his arrogance, um, the New York state law, takes away any protection from a baby born alive. There was some protection that a baby born alive after an abortion attempt would have civil rights and be seen by a doctor, etc. Now, that has totally been taken away. And this is also what we see um, in, with Virginia when Governor Northam shocked the country by saying, well, we would keep the child comfortable while the mother decided whether it should live or die, again, like ancient Rome. <laughs> so and one of the most horrible things about Governor Cuomo's law for, for us, and really for the country, is that when it was passed, Great cheering went up in Albany, and then he had the Freedom Tower lit up pink. Now, Planned Parenthood's big thing is pink. Um, he had the Freedom Tower, which is America's beacon of hope after 9-11. You know, I was in New York City in 9-11. I didn't know where my husband was for a few hours. It was horrible. And, I mean, I almost got physically ill hearing that that was, was being lit up pink, and, and to think that it's still a grave because they haven't yet found all the bodies. And there are firemen, there are policemen who gave their lives for others. And there are mothers, I think there are six unborn babies who are mentioned now in the, in the names, you know, a, a woman who, who died and her unborn child. So on this grave, he lights up, you know, the tower pink, and has people shouting wildly that women can now abort up to birth and beyond. Just terrific. And, and why is it important for the country? Because Cuomo, as I, I wrote in Newsmax, he, as his third term for governor, he gave his inauguration speech at Ellis Island. And the whole point of his speech was New York is the progressive state. And he called himself a few weeks ago on the radio, and I am the uber progressive. You know, and I find it interesting that he uses the word Uber myself. Um, but he wants New York to be seen as the beacon of progressivism for the country. Um, and I'm a New Yorker, and uh, Cuomo doesn't own New York, you know. Um, he said years ago that pro-lifers were not welcome in New York. So there are many, many good things about New York. I love it. I, you know, and... and uh, it's a center for so much of great culture and thought, and he's just really defaming it. Um, and among other things, besides the horrible abortion laws, he has also come out uh, last August with a public relations campaign that will be on subways, et cetera, and the, it's called Know Your Options, Repregnancy. What it is is calling any clinic that doesn't offer abortion a fake and dangerous clinic. So there is a huge campaign, and the city is, is very excited about this, too. New York City has its own campaign to um, demonize any clinic that offers women alternatives. 
So if a woman has an unplanned pregnancy, she has three choices, obviously, abortion, adoption, or parenting. And New York City and state are actively trying to keep women from getting the help they need to exercise either an adoption plan or a parenting plan. And one of the things the Human Life Review has been doing because of this, we've always supported pregnancy centers by matching grants. But now we're meeting with them in New York, and we're trying to raise awareness that um, of what might be coming down the pike for them. And we want to have our own public awareness campaign because these places are wonderful. And, and sure, in North Carolina and across the country, um, pregnancy centers, I think there's over 2,000. They are staffed by volunteers. They are privately funded. They take care of women, and they take care of women's families. They give them help. They give them goods. They, they help them sign up for government programs that can help them. And these pregnancy centers actually save Americans thousands and thousands of dollars. But most importantly, they save lives, and they give women hope. And for women who are suffering from abortion regret, they give them life and hope through counseling. Planned Parenthood does none of this. If you're not considering abortion, um, you can't go to Planned Parenthood and have an ultrasound paid for by insurance because they only do ultrasounds if you want to have an abortion. And then, as you'll see in the Unplanned movie, they don't want you to see the ultrasound. So New York right now is in great need of education. I don't believe, I think across America, there are an awful lot of people who are sort of reflexively pro-choice because they say they don't want to impose their morality on others. But I think one of my ma major messages with all this is, you know what, by, by, by doing that, you are imposing morality. You're imposing this terrible morality on innocent people because by, by being silent, you're letting the abortion activists to work day and night and, have, and are hugely funded you're helping them with their agenda. Um, Cuomo, and I, I wrote about this movement in the Human Life Review in the spring of 2017, I believe, called Fake Clinics or Fake Feminists. There's a huge movement. No, not a huge movement. There's a small movement, but terrifically well-funded and with lots of media influence. Um, to call all pregnancy clinics across the country fake clinics. And what they do is they encourage people to take matters into their own hands and harass the clinic. And we've seen this in New York, a clinic that we know of had a whole day taken up with fake appointments, meaning that real people couldn't get in. Um, in other parts of the country, in Virginia, they will deface clinics. Um, but what, what they're really trying to do is influence millennials um, who go to the Internet that they want to scare them off these clinics. They, they, they have parties where they post fake reviews. And they're scaring women from the very places that will be able to help them. And one of the most egregious groups is a group that I found out is out of Brooklyn called Lady Parts Justice League. They are foul. Um, everything is um, like vaginal imagery. They have their vaginal mystery tour and... They give these Golden Probes Awards where they make fun of pro-life politicians. They're just, but um, the leader of it, Liz Winstead, was one of the co-founders of The Daily Show, and she has she's a comedian. Um, she has a lot of friends in Hollywood, and she's part of this whole abortion is comedy 
um, that I've written about Newsmax, comedians, so-called comedians like Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer, Michelle Wolf, who, as you remember, was at the National Press dinner and actually disgusted the audience with her abortion jokes. Um, so there's this whole movement to um, make abortion trivial. And then alongside with that, there's the Shout Your Abortion campaign, which has a coffee table book and, incredibly, is coming out with a children's book, again, to make abortion, to try to take away the stigma of abortion, to try to take away the shame of abortion. And so they focus on the pregnancy centers as the cause of this stigma and shame. But the pregnancy centers aren't the cause. Um, as you would say, Dr. Dan, natural law is the cause of stigma and shame over abortion. And one of the most beautiful relationships, if not the most beautiful relationship possible between humans is that bond between a mother and a child. You can't get physically closer than having another person in your body. And I believe that a lot of the this shout your abortion, uh, celebrate, make fun of abortion movement is because women are racked by guilt. They are traumatized by their abortions. At least many women I know are. And they're trying to deny the bond. They're trying to say it's a construct, which is insane. And, and this is really bad for us as humans because when we start um, not looking at the reality of human of humanity and our connectedness, um, we're breaking these bonds that make us great. So if you break the mother-child bond, then you break the husband and wife bond and you break the family bond, um, it's really dangerous. So, you know, Governor Cuomo, uh, for political reasons, has aligned himself with these abortion activists who really are fanatical and really represent a tiny amount of the views of Americans, but somehow a lot of Americans are letting them influ not only influence, but create laws. And the people who really will suffer, again, will be the young people, the millennials, who get all their information from the internet or from late night talk shows, late night TV shows, and they th may think this is cool. I have faith that this isn't going to fool that many people because, again, we have truth that we know in our heart and our bones and our beings. And everyone wants to have a good relationship with his or her mother. We're talking with Maria McFadden-Fucci. Well, I know that you are a mom. And so uh, I know you, you probably have a fantastic relationship with your children because you speak so eloquently about it. I'm speaking with Maria McFadden-Fucci of the Human Life Review um, and we were talking about the uh, uh, Governor Cuomo's partial birth abortion law, where which I mean, I, there's, it's called it, no matter what they call it, it's infanticide, and it brings to mind uh, a book by Dr. Peter Singer, which and Dr. Peter Singer is one of the uh, architects of Obamacare, uh, and the name of the book is Should the Baby Live? And in that book, he uh, he proposes that uh, exactly what this law says, and this, of course, is going back about 20 years, 
and he proposes what he calls afterbirth abortion, which namely the baby is born and then uh, under Dr. Singer's uh, idea, the parents would have a month to decide whether they wanted to keep the baby uh, or not, and if they didn't, they could uh, kill it. That's infanticide. I mean, we know that if you kill it in the womb, it's infanticide too, uh, just as well as far as I'm concerned. But one of these, what abortion is really, it's, it's a linchpin of the, uh, the leftist Marxist collectivist plans to destroy the morality, the moral fiber of our country. They, they started out uh, about 100 years ago. They wanted to destroy the American family, American morals, and the American economy. And uh, the American family, they destroyed by easy divorce and by making women feel that they were inadequate if they didn't work outside the home. Uh, and in terms of morals... Uh, they destroyed the American morality through sexual deviance, making it commonplace and acceptable, and abortion, of course. And the economy they've uh, destroyed by the EPA and the environmental rules and regulations that have caused uh, so much of our manufacturing base to move offshore. So we are fighting really a uh, just an enormous battle in this country, uh, an insurgency actually by uh, the Marxist insurgency, if you want to call it that. But they are, they are bound and determined to destroy America from within. And abortion is certainly one of the primary battlegrounds because if you get Americans not to have morals, not to understand the difference between right and wrong, not to appreciate and celebrate and protect life, you've won a major socialist victory. Uh, and that's where, this whole, that's where this whole thing is going. So the Human Life Review uh, is one of the most active uh, websites and groups here, and I, I would hope that we would all uh, subscribe. Uh, Maria, you said that the subscription charge for, for digital was $20. Yes, uh, $20. For a year. You also have a blog on Newsmax.com called Devoted to Life, uh, which you discuss these issues. Um, you know, I would like to talk. I want, there's a, an article on your website which I found particularly compelling, and that is called The Power of Pro-Life Witness. Uh, and I, I heard a program uh, probably several weeks ago in which uh, they had three abortion survivors on television discussing discussing their lives. These were adults whose mother had attempted one way or another to have them aborted. Uh, one person was actually a twin, and they aborted the twin and, and did not know that there was another baby there, which was then subsequently born. Uh, another was a failed saline injection abortion. And the third, which I thought was was actually just totally, uh, I don't know whether it disgusted me or terrified me. It was a, it was a man who had only one arm because yes. he was a late birth abortion and they had pulled out the arm and uh, thought they were done. And meanwhile, then he was born and that arm that they had pulled off as part of the abortion he didn't have because it had been pulled off. So this, this whole thing, and that's why the movie – uh, the movie Unplanned and uh, several other uh, uh, 
anti-abortion movies have, have really, they are just so important because it's really critical that we bring this information public. Like you, I, I have faith that most people, most people understand that abortion is immoral and that abortion is murder. Most people understand that. But, well, here's something that I, I've sort of mourned, that there are these times that America seems to wake up or they have given the opportunity to wake up. For example, when the Planned Parenthood videos were released a few years ago, that Planned Parenthood, uh, you know, dismembers babies and sells the parts. Um, but every time something like this happens, it's like maybe it's too horrible, and, and, and a lot of people then sort of say, well, that's not really true. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything gonna be all right this morning. (laughs) 